All right, so we're taking at the bottom of the page. Now, Tzadik Aleph from the base at the last line, Amr Le Ravina Le Ravashi. So Ravina said to Ravashi. Okay, so uh, just to summarize right now, we have the opinion of Rav on the one side, who says that, that the only time you're allowed to carry from these various areas to each other, in Rav Shimon's opinion, who is the Psaka Allah, the Paschal and Shimon, is when there's no Erev, and none of these individual Chatzeros have an Erev for, to allow the stuff from the houses to be carried into the Chatzer. But if they are allowed in the Chatzer, then that would be a problem. And, and we saw Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan disagree with that. So now, Amr le Ravina Ravashi, so Ravina said to Ravashi, Mi Amr Rabbi Yochanan Hachi. We're saying that Rabbi Yochanan also says that a, that even with the Erev, you are allowed to carry from the house, to, to, from the Chatzar A to Chatzar B, or to the Gag or to the Karfif, all that is allowed in Rav Shimon, even, even if you made an Erev. Okay? Ah, does Rabbi Yochanan really say this? For Amr, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan always says, Mishnah, the law will follow a Mishnah that has no name attached to the Mishnah. That means that it's the accepted opinion of the rabbis, and that's the Psak Halacha. Okay, and look, we have here a Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Vitanan, this Mishnah might be familiar. Vitanan, we learned in the Mishnah, you have a wall that's between two courtyards. Gavah, sorry, that's ten Tvachim tall. The Roch of Arba, and it's four Tvachim wide, meaning it's a thick wall. <coughs> they can only make separate Eruvin. Each Chatzar makes their own Eruv, and they cannot make a joint Eruv because they do not have access direct to each other. Okay. If there are some fruit sitting on top of the, uh, the, the wall that's between them, Elu Olin Mikan these people can climb up and eat the fruit that's on the wall. And these people can climb up on the wall and eat the fruit. As long as they do not carry down. Now, why why not? So why can't we carry down? What's the problem? This is something that started out Shabbos on the wall. That's the same thing as the as anything that's in the Chatzeros. The, and therefore, each chatzar should be allowed to take food down into their chatzar, and it shouldn't be a problem. If you say that there's a difference whether they made the Erev or didn't make the Erev, they could say, well, the reason why is because there's an Erev there. That's why. That makes sense. But, uh, and, but if there was no Erev, then it would be allowed. That would answer and fit in with Rabbi Shimon. But now you're telling me that even with the air of your, you're, you're allowed to take it down. So why did we say you can only eat the fruit on the wall and not in the chatzar? So the Gemara says, my lamata lamata lebatim. What it meant, you can't take it down, means you can't take it down to bring into your house. But of course, if you want to eat it in the chatzar, of course you would be allowed to. So the Gemara says, I vatani rabchia, who's the, the, the nephew of Rav, of Rebbe, of Rebbe, who was a student of Rebbe, and Rebbe Chia learned, What you're not allowed to do is each person standing on their floor, the ground floor, pulling food off the wall and eating it on their chatzah. Okay? Meaning you're only allowed to eat it on the wall. There's two souls here, but that's the girsa, that's the 
it, it means the same thing. The point being is you're only allowed to eat it if you're eating it on the wall, and you're not allowed to eat it if you're eating it in the chatzor. It's straight up. Sambalei. So this is what Ravina said to Ravashi. Ravashi said back to Ravina, Rabbi if Rabbi didn't learn it, Rabbi Chia Where did Rabbi get it from? Rabbi was a Talmud of Rabbi. So the bottom line is, it's a, a misunderstanding of Rabbi's opinion. Rabbi never said it in the Mishnah, and therefore that's not, uh, you don't have any proof against uh, that the Stam Mishnah is going, uh, uh, Stam Mishnah is going against Rabbi Yochanan Shito. Okay, so now going back on this case. It mashtechatzeros, very similar to what we're talking about. You have two courtyards. Vichorva achas And there's a ruin that's placed, that's situated between the two courtyards. Okay? Achas irva, achas lo irva. One of these two courtyards have an eruv to the houses that are within that courtyard. And the other one does not have an eruv. Uh, they never made an error for their courtyard. So what happens? Am Rafuna, Rafuna says, this churva nosnin also lezushalo irva, it's given over to the people that did not make the eruv. Avalashi irva lo, but not to the one that did make an eruv. What is the, why? Because if you give it to the one and let the people in the one who made the eruv use the churva, they may carry the stuff from the house, to the Chorva. Okay, and that's the bottom line. So we, what is Rav Huna saying? He's really expressing his Rebbe. Rav Huna was a Talmud of Rebbe. Of, I'm sorry, of Rav. He was a Talmud of Rav. And Rav said that, um, that once there's an Erev, that creates problems to carry into, a diff, into the adjacent area. And that's the story over here as well. Now, this is what Rav Huna said over... Uh, that if there's an Erev, then the Chatzar the that has an Erev cannot carry from the Chatzar into the Chorva. Um, but the side that did not can. Now, the Chiyabarav Amar Aflish Yerva. I, Chiyabarav, was the, was the son of Rav, as well as the student of his father, right? And he said, look, my father said that it's true whether you made the Erev or not. And the only way to make sense out of that is to say that they're both going to be Asr now. Both the one with the Erev and the one without the Erev are all not allowed. And if you're going to say that, well, look, the, the version is, is that they're both permitted so, um, and not both prohibited. So, um, if that's true, so then let's extract them. Why is it that a Chatzar that did not have an Erev um, should be allowed to be, you can carry things to, uh, to the Chatzar that does have an Erev. We should be allowed to carry from one to the other. Why is it not allowed? So again, because it really sounds like almost the identical case which Rav said that you're not, that's not acceptable. A chatzar, any Chatzar that has an Erev, you're not allowed to carry from that Chatzar to the other. So the Gemara answer is this is fundamentally different. Hasab over there, Kibben de Menatri, Mani debatim bechatzer asel afuke. The idea is this: you got to think about the case. Let's say um, it's a beautiful day outside, and I want to sit outside. So I take my, some chairs from inside my house and I put it in the courtyard to sit outside. We have an air if it's no problem. So that's a case where I would want my my chair outside. Now my friendly neighbor from the chatzer next door 
wants to sit in Shmuz, so I will, I'm tempted to carry my chair to the neighboring chatzor. Now why, and if I don't have an Arab, that's a problem, because I'm not allowed to take the things from my house to the neighboring chatzor. That's, that's forbidden. Now what's the deal over there? The deal is, is that I feel comfortable bringing my chairs there because the, the things of the house are safe in a chatzor. That's because we're dealing with the same enclosure type of deal, which things are protected. Every chatzar has a wall around it, and that's why it's acceptable. Now, however, hacha over here, bichorva, we're talking about a chorva. What's the definition of a chorva? It's a ruin. That means it's open, it means there's no protection, there's no walls around it, it's like a, it's like a bombed out home that people, you know, whatever. And because of that, the things that are there are not very protected. So the whole chashash that I might take my things from my house and put it in the neighboring chorva, that's a very far-fetched thing. I wouldn't wouldn't bring my stuff there. And that's why even Rav would have no problem using and carrying into the chorva things that started out because there's less of a concern that I would bring things that... There's a difference between things that you keep in your house and things that you keep in your chatzar. Things in your chatzar you're not as nervous about in general than things that you keep in your house because those are more valuable. Bottom line is, I'm never going to bring my things from my house into a, the neighboring chorva because that's not protected. Since it's not protected, my won't be protected there. Um, um, there I'm not going to do it. The chotzer bechorva lo asila fuke. So I'm not going to bring from the chotzer to the chorva at all, and that's why there's no concern, and that's the basic idea. Okay, this is version A of version A of the conversation between Rav Chia Barav and Rav Huna, but there's a version B. Igadamin, the version B is this: Chia Barav Amar Chia Barav says Aflishir Voshtim Mutaris. They're both permitted. I will ask Shdeyan Asuris. They should be both prohibited. Because because we already know that I'm not allowed to carry from the chatzar that does not have an Erev to the one that does have the Erev and vice versa. The difference is since the things, the kalim of the house are protected in the chatzar, the rabbis prohibited it. Why? Because you'll come to carry. There's a real concern because I feel protected when I bring my chair from my house into the chatzar. And just like I feel protected in chatzar A, I'll feel protected in chatzar B. I will be chorva, but to bring my chairs to the chorva, I'd never be tempted to do because lomintri, it's not protected. Anybody can come there. It's open to all people. And that's why um, I would never do so. And there's no chashash. Again, the whole thing is, is there a concern that somebody might do that? And that's what we're saying. There's no concern in this case. So the bottom line is, way Rabbi Barav explains it, the Chorva case is not similar to the Chatzar cases. Okay. Which brings us to the next Mishnah. Okay. We mentioned this previously. You have one larger building and a smaller building that, uh, that's right next to it. And the roof of the larger building is right next to the roof of the smaller building. The larger building is permitted, and the smaller building is prohibited. Almost identical case, but not in, not in rooftops. We're looking at the courtyard. A, court, a courtyard that's large. And it's opened up to the smaller one. 
Gedol Moteris, the larger one is still permitted. Uktana Asura, and the smaller one is prohibited. Why? Because it's like a door. And this is the idea, the concept is, is that being that the larger one has the walls that narrow in um, to, till you get to the, to the smaller courtyard, it's as if you have the beginning of the walls, and then what's missing is a small gap, which is only which is the same as a Pesach, and therefore there's a doorway from the larger one to the smaller one, the, but the smaller one that, that it's full width will be prohibited because it has no wall on one of its sides. It's basically not, not enclosed at all. And that's basically the idea of the Mishnah, both in rooftops and in courtyards. Now, so the Gemara is bothered by, why do you have to talk about both cases? Why do I need two cases? Okay? So the Gemara says, here's why. The reason why we have both cases is to teach us from the comparison what type of rooftop we're talking about. It's a rooftop that's similar to a courtyard. Just like in the courtyard, the mechitzos are noticeable. We're talking about a rooftop where the walls are noticeable. What does it mean? We, there are no walls on the rooftop. You don't have, it's not a walled-in roof. The reason what it means, means that the walls end exactly at the roof, meaning the rooftop does not hang over the walls of, that are underneath it. That's a key element that's important for a rooftop to be allowed to carry in. Again, according to um, Rav, um, uh, we rely for the rooftop on what we call good asik, which means you take the wall that's in the building below and you just continue it up onto the roof and therefore it's considered a walled-in roof. Now that principle only works if the roof doesn't overlay on top of the, of, of, of the, of the wall. Because if it does and it hangs over past the wall, so then that then there, then you can't say good asik because the wall is blocked by the by the top and the, it's not noticeable that there's a wall underneath. It's covered over by the by the extension of the wall of the of the of the roof over the wall. So that's what Rav you that's how Rav holds and that's why he says gag similar to a chatzer. Just like in a chatzah, you could tell there are mechitzos, so to the gag, what we're talking about is where it's noticeable, the mechitzos. Okay. Ule Shmuel, who disagrees with that, he says you could say good asik even without that. So he's saying it's a different purpose by comparison. Gag, dum de chatzah, the rooftop that we're talking about is similar to a chatzah. Ma chatzah deka darsub la rabim, just like a chatzah is where a lot of people are walking all the time. It's weird, there's a lot of people walking. We're not talking about a rooftop that nobody uses. We're talking about a rooftop that's, be, that's, that's traversed a lot. People hang out on the roof. The idea of Shmuel is, is that normally you would have a virtual mechitza between the buildings. And that should really suffice for the smaller one, just like the large one. Because you say good asik in all cases. The only reason why he says you don't say good asik over here is because we're talking in a case where it's similar to the chatzar. There's people milling about and they're walking right over it. 
anytime you have a wall that people, if it's a virtual wall that people walk over and ignore as if it's not there, then, it's, then it loses its status as a wall. And therefore, the smaller one has no wall. And only the large one has a wall in the area where it narrows, and that's part of the wall, and that's all you need because it, we look at the gap as an opening, as a doorway. So that's the difference, and that's why that's the explanation according to Shmuel why we mentioning both rooftop and chazer. Very important. Okay. When you have a reshuve achir that have that door, yes, many people walk through. It stops being a reshuve achir. No. That's what we're saying. No, that's not what we're saying. We're talking about mechitzos. I'm talking about walls. Okay. Now, many times there's walls that are virtual. They're not real walls. They're as if they're a wall. We're applying principles of good asik. We're elevating the wall from below and making it continue up. That concept of virtual walls only exists when there's natural boundaries that people do, are, are respecting. But if people walk all over this area, like from the small roof to the large roof, there's a lot of people around and they're walking across... So then they're not respecting it as a wall. And therefore, since they're not respecting it as a wall, there is no, there is no, there, 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 we, that negates the validity of the virtual wall. Do you understand? It's no different, I'll give you an example, no different than the concept of good aches, where we take an elevated wall and lower it down to the floor. But if the goats are walking in and out, then that wall is negated because practically if we're not protected. You understand? There's animals walking around all the time and coming into, uh, coming into our sukkah. It's just ruining the sukkah. That's exactly the problem of virtual walls. They only exist as long as they're not actually, as long as they're sort of being respected as a wall. You follow? But in an opening, you, an opening is allowed to be an opening. That's a gap. That's, why you, you, that's what it's there for, for access. We're talking about where the whole wall's gone. The full side of the small chatzer has no, has, no has, no, has no wall on one side. Why, uh, why not? Don't we say good asik from the, from the wall of, the, of, the, of the, the wall of the building and extend it up? Not if people walking all over it, then not. We don't extend up when there's people walking on top of it. That's the difference. Okay. Now, Yosef Rabba Vrebzeira the Rabbi Baruchanan. So the three rabbis, Rabbi Rabzeira and Rabbi Baruchanan, were sitting. And the Yasef Abayi Gabayu and Abayi was sitting with them. Okay? Um, okay, uh, Abayi was like a student. He was younger, younger generation, right? Rabbi was, was Abayi's Rebbe. Okay? Rabbi and Rabzeira were Bali Pulta. They regularly argued on each other. Okay? And, um, and what happened? Um, they were saying this our Mishnah teaches us an important principle the people who are in the larger one have their, their dwelling extends into the smaller one and the, the, the people in the smaller one, don't extend their, their, their dwelling place into the larger one. Okay? In other words, the larger one sort of spills out into the smaller one, and the smaller one does not spill out, it main, main, it's, it's somewhat separated from the larger one. And it comes out of very interesting principles and practical halachas from this thing. Relevant to us. Think about it. Okay? What's an example of this? 
Gefan and Bigdola. Let's say you have grapevines that were planted in the larger chatzer. The big chatzer, you have grapevines. Okay, beautiful. Aser Lizroa es You're not allowed to plant wheat in the small one. Why not? Because since, since the larger one is so much larger than the smaller one, it's like the smaller one is sort of subsumed by the larger one. It's swallowed up because it's so much, less, so much less significant than the big one. And it's like as if it's right inside, you're planting right inside with the big one. And therefore you're not allowed to plant your wheat afterwards in the small one. Vimzara, and if you do plant it, Zraina Surin, the plants, the wheat plants that you planted there are prohibited because it's like it's right up next to the grapes. Even if you distance yourself, it doesn't matter. And Gfanim Mutarim, but the grapevines will be permitted. Okay, that's what's going to happen. The grapevines will stay permitted because they're, they're, they were there first and they were, and, um, and, they, and those grape ones. It's like you planted the wheat next to the grapes, but the grapes weren't planted next to the wheat. That's basically how we look at it. Now, what if it's the other way around? Gifan and Biktana. If you have grapevines in the small one first, then I'm allowed to plant wheat in the larger one because as far as the larger one's concerned, that those grapevines are in a separate area and I can plant in my area fully even right next to it because I'm planting, I have a wall around it because even the gap in the wall, which we consider the doorway, does not affect negatively my ability to plant right up to the wall. As the halacha states, that when it comes to climb, if I have, even with a narrow fence line, I'm allowed to plant all the way up to my fence line and the other owner is allowed to plant up to his fence line. So if the people in the small one planted first, so they, then the people on the larger side, which have a wall, the point being is, is that the, the larger uh, chatzar has a wall, the smaller chatzar has no wall. Do you understand? So the, if the large one planted first, the grapevines, then the smaller chatzar is planting without a wall, not right next to the grapevines. Or right, uh, even if they keep a gap, it's a problem. It's worse, okay? We'll see in a second what, what, what's the... the small, uh, it's also part of... It belongs to the large... Uh, even if not, even if it's two separate owners, it doesn't matter. Because it has no wall on one side. It's fully open. It's like the whole side is blank without a wall. That's, that's what creates the problem. Now, that's the case of the grapevines, Okay? Similar, also a halacha that comes out from this. Isha Bigdola, you have a woman who is in the larger courtyard, and it belongs to her. This is her private courtyard. The get Bigdana. And the husband threw the get in the smaller courtyard. So, miskareshes, that's a good divorce, because the smaller is as if it's by the bigger. Okay. However, Isha Bektana, if she's in the small one, the get Bigdola, and you threw the get into the larger one, Eina Miskaresha, she's not divorced. Why? 
because that's in an enclosed area. On the on the big side, it's like in an enclosure, and therefore well, it's not a good kerishin. The get, get the, land, the divorce. The land, the payment of the get. No, we're not talking about the payment. We're talking about the get itself. A man is divorcing his wife. This is the document of divorce, and instead of handing it into her hand, he throws it into her, her domain. You're allowed to do that. We'll learn it. You never you don't remember in Gitin? Yeah, yeah, but why throw it into the You're allowed to throw it. Yeah, that's what we learned. Yeah, you that, could throw it to her. To okay, but it's uh, legally it's considered allowed. Now, right. he threw it to her in the courtyard. It depends. If she's in the big courtyard and you threw it in the small, it's as if you threw it to her. If she's in the small courtyard and you threw it in the big, it's as if you didn't throw it to her. Because the big courtyard has a wall around it. The small courtyard has no wall. So that's the difference. So therefore, in the big courtyard, the small one is subsumed, is connected to the big one. But the bottom line is, is that that's why that works and the other one doesn't work. Now there's another halacha. What about this? Okay, interesting case. Tzibor, Bigdola, you have the congregation in the large area. Vishliach, Tzibor, Piktana, and the Baltfila, the leader of the services, is in the smaller chamber, smaller chatzer. So then, when are we talking about davening in a chatzer? They're talking to our times when there's COVID in source and we have to daven outside. Okay, we have a fenced-in area. One's a smaller area, one's a larger area. It's mamish, uh, you know, mamish relevant. I said it's very relevant to our times. Okay? Tzibur b'gdola v'shliach tzibur b'gdana. Yotzin yedei chavasan. That works. That the shliach tzibur is as if he is by them. And therefore it's fine. However, tzibur b'gdana v'shliach tzibur b'gdola if the tzibur is in the, in the smaller area. And the shliach tzibur is in the larger larger chatzar, and yotzin yedei chavasan, because he's in a separate area. Now, Tisha Bigdola Vyachid Bigdana, let's say you have nine people in the larger area and one additional person in the smaller area, Mitzarfin, they combine. That's a minion. Tisha Bigdana, if you have nine in the small one, the Echad Bigdola, and one in the big one, a Mitzarfin, because that person who's one is not connected to the, to the smaller, to the group in the smaller one. So they have to spread out into the larger one, and not only the small one could be in the smaller one, and the minority will be thrown to the majority. Okay? Very interesting. Some Another scenario. Like somebody standing outside the doors of the show. One, a nine inside the show, you cannot count the no, one second. Three doors of the shul. Yeah, you wanted a practical case? Yes, you have nine people inside. Yeah, no, and it's very relevant. Inside. But again, we're talking about, let's clarify, we're talking about over here where there's... It, Open it, it's a chatzar, right. There's, there's a smaller chatzar and then a wider chatzar next to it. And there's no walls between. Okay. So it's better than that. When you are, you're talking about over here, you're behind doors... That's a whole different area. That's a big discussion whether that's acceptable. We're talking about where you just have, uh, you know, like walls around, but you have no wall in the middle. So the smaller, like we said, the smaller one is connected to the larger one, but the large one doesn't draw into the smaller one. And if you have nine in the smaller and one person in the larger, you can't pull them in to make your minion. That's the problem. Now, interesting other halacha. 
Tsoa bigdola. Let's say you have excrement in the larger one, and you want to lane Krishma in the smaller one, right? I'm not allowed to make, uh, I'm not allowed to say Krishma in the smaller one. Tsoa bigdana. But that's because the smaller one has no wall on one side. So it's like the tzoh is right opposite me. However, tzoh b'ktan, if the tzoh is in the smaller one, mutter likros kriyashma b'gdola, why? Because I have walls around the, my larger area because of the little, part, little parts of the wall that go in till we hit the narrower one. So that is what they've said over this whole, all these different halachos that basically is based on this Mishnah, and it comes out that the smaller one, and the, the, that's no, the relationship yeah, that's of the smaller to the larger. Right. Comes along Abaye, and he asks a question on them. Amr, Luhu Abaye, so Abaye said to those rabbis, in Cain, Motzinu Mechitza Le'isar. What an interesting idea. The Mechitza makes it worse. It creates prohibition. Why? Shalmali ain Mechitza... If there was no mechitz at all, we're talking, he's really asking on the case of the grapevines with the wheat. What happened? You, you, if you plant grapevines in the larger one, you're not allowed to plant wheat in the smaller one. Right? Why? It's because it has walls. And it's like, it's as if it's connected inside. It's like, it's like all my wheat is right next to the grapevines, even if it's more than Dalaramas away. Now, why is that? If there was no mechitza, let's say just have one large area, a big chatzar, not that doesn't narrow. What's the law when it's not narrowing? All I need to do is to separate my plants and separate four amos, and I'm good to go. Right? I don't need, I can plant two different species in my yard. I just give a big enough gap, and everything's good, and everything's good. Right? If there's no mechitza, all I have to do is, after the grapevines, I go four amos away and start planting my wheat, and it's perfectly fine. What made it worse? The mechitzos that I have making it worse. Since when the mechitzos make it more problematic and not less? Now it's prohibited. That's the question that Abaye asked. Is, is illogical what you're saying, at least with regards to the law of the kalayim, of the mixing of, of species. So sometimes mechitzas make problems. Didn't we learn in a Mishnah? If you have a large chotzer that opens up to the smaller one, now, and let's say you continue the walls into the larger one, which basically means that you, you continue the narrow walls all the way into the larger one, and basically cut off the extra width. So now they're both fully opened. It, so by putting more fence, you're creating more problems. So then the larger one's also going to be prohibited. Samalei, so Rabbi said that doesn't prove anything. By you adding more walls, you took away the old walls. There's no mechitzas over here. That's what you're doing. That's not adding mechitzas, that's taking away. I'm asking a question. Why is, when does it make sense that if you have a mechitza, then uh, that, that it's making it worse and not better? That's what I don't understand. 
And that's what we'll continue with this tomorrow. Abaye's going to, uh, Rav is going to try and give a different answer to Abaye. And we'll see more about this tomorrow. And we'll stop over here.